0: Welcome to Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. I'm your host, Tekla, and I'm ready to guide you on a transformative journey of holistic health and self-discovery using the power of the Law of Attraction. We've all heard tales of manifesting fortunes and jet-set adventures, but this, this is a different journey. Here we focus on achieving abundant health, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. With the Law of Attraction, I've healed chronic pain, overcome a diagnosed mental illness, and reverse PCOS. We're all about realigning our energies to manifest our full potential. As we focus inward, raising your vibration, you'll be astounded by the ease at which the universe responds. Once you focus on yourself, the rest just falls into place. My goal for each weekly episode is to provide you with practical, easy to apply steps that you can weave directly into your daily routine. Together, we'll navigate the path to achieving your own health and wellness goals. So let's dive right in. Hello, my wellness witches. I'm your host, Tecla. This is Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. And today, I was going to start out by talking about a big podcast milestone we hit. But instead, I'm going to talk about my three failed recording attempts. That's right. I've tried to record this episode three times already. The first two times, something went wrong with the recording. I'm not sure, but it was only picking up every third word. And the third time this morning when I tried to sit down and record this again, I spilled an entire 40-ounce water bottle all over me. Over me, my computer, my mic, my desk chair, everything. My chair is currently sitting out in the sun. You know what? We're pushing through. We're going to do it. Maybe the universe doesn't want me to get this episode out. I don't know what's going on. But let's circle back to that podcast milestone and get things started. We hit 10,000 total downloads. We actually surpassed that by a lot now, but I forgot to announce it a couple of weeks ago, so we're making up for it today. It's so amazing to log in and see that number right at the top of my dashboard. I remember when there were like 20 or 30 downloads an episode, and now we're at hundreds and hundreds. I will say for some reason, when I first saw that number had a moment where I thought, this is it. This is legitimate now. What? Where did that come from? Holy external validation. We're going to have to address that later in therapy this week, but that's okay. It's still something to celebrate because remember, we celebrate all the wins, big wins, small wins, and everything in between. The energy of celebration is fucking powerful, and that's why we do it. We did an episode on this a while back, and if you didn't tune into that one, go back and check it out. Take a listen. When you celebrate your wins, it's undeniable proof to your subconscious and conscious mind that you've done it. You've accomplished something. And we need that evidence, friends. We need to acknowledge, document it, and file it away in our memory so when we experience doubt, we can quickly go back to that file, whip it out, and remind ourselves. Your ego is so quick to tell you that you can't do something because it's trying to protect you from judgment or failure. It's a fear-based reaction. But when you start collating and collecting that evidence, it becomes harder and harder for your ego to talk you out of it. Every week, I like to practice gratitude for something I'm thankful for in my life. And this week, I'm so grateful I learned to celebrate my wins. This is something that's just kind of glossed over in the manifestation space a little bit, I think. And it's an absolute game changer. It takes that gratitude to a whole new level. Not only are we reflecting and thinking about how thankful we are, we're practicing self-love and appreciation, and that's a whole new level. When you're celebrating yourself, you're at a really high vibrational frequency, and it's like this bubble of protected energy. You don't need anyone else to celebrate you because you're doing it for yourself. So many of us have a tendency to set a goal, reach it, dismiss it, and then immediately set the next one. We're not doing that anymore. No way. Just take a few moments and enjoy it. A few days to celebrate the present moment and where you're at right now. I will promise you that one day you'll be looking back and thinking, wow, I made it. I wished I could have enjoyed the journey more. So treat yourself. It doesn't have to break the bank. It could be getting a cup of coffee from a fancy cafe or buying yourself a beautiful new book. As long as the intention is there that you're celebrating you, you've done it right. And on that note, let's shift over to today's topic. We're talking about the dark night of the soul. If you think this topic sounds ominous, you'd be right. I'm not going to BS you. Learning about this is not for the faint of heart. If you're looking for a lighter, easy breezy episode today, maybe pick another one because this is not it. I'm warning you. So let's get into it. What is the dark night of the soul? The dark night of the soul is a period in your life where you go through a time of great loss and deep evolution. There is also a spiritual dark night of the soul, which is distinct from what we're talking about today, because that's really about opening of our third eye. We're discussing the growth-oriented dark night of the soul today. And that is an extremely difficult time of transition in your life, where darkness and transformation collide. During this period, your identity is going through a life-altering update. Your soul is recalibrating to align with a new version of you. And it involves a long process of grief because you're literally losing your old self and your old life. Think about it like a software update on your computer. We put those off for as long as we possibly can. We get reminders about them every day for what seems like a hundred days. And then all of a sudden, one day we open our computer... And we're forced into that update. And while that update is happening, nothing else can be done. You just have to sit there, wait, and get through it. This period of your life leaves you questioning everything you thought you knew. It's like trying to walk through fog. You kind of know where you're headed, but you can barely see your own hand in front of your face. There are several stages to the dark night of the soul. Some spiritual leaders quote five stages... Other seven, but it's an incredibly personal process, so I'm going to talk about it in a way that I heard that resonates with me. Today we're going to be covering five stages, and if you haven't gotten there yet, let me clear it up for you. We're not talking about one calendar evening here. The dark night of the soul could last many months, up to years, so if you're thinking it's a 12-hour thing, then clear your mind of that right now. The first phase is the initial crisis. This is where something traumatic happens to you. This is the phase where life throws you a curveball that you never saw coming. It could be a breakup that knocks the wind out of you. A job loss that feels like a punch to the gut. The loss of a loved one that shakes you to your core. Or a health scare that flips your world upside down. Whatever the event... The growth-oriented dark night of the soul is triggered by something external and out of your control. It's like the universe slamming on the brakes and saying, guess what? Things are about to get interesting. You're cruising along thinking you've got it all figured out, and then all of a sudden, your plans crumble like a house of cards. You're left stunned, thinking to yourself, how on earth did this happen to me? In this phase, you're suffering. There's no sugarcoating it. You're coming to terms with the fact that the life around you is fundamentally different than it was before. And that causes you to start to disconnect from the person you once identified as. Then comes phase two, dissolution. This is where everything in your life falls apart. This stage involves experiencing huge loss, upheaval, and chaos. These losses can include your relationships, your career, external support, financial support, family dynamics, and even material possessions. Everything and everyone you once relied on falls away. The things that brought comfort and connection in the past may no longer provide the same sense of fulfillment. Things feel meaningless. Desires and ambitions that were previously important to you Lose their appeal. You begin to recognize the impermanence of external things and the pointlessness of relying on them solely for happiness. This phase brings up intense emotions like fear, confusion, anxiety, and huge amounts of grief. This process of letting go of what was familiar can be emotionally challenging and disorienting. Because you're experiencing so much change all at once, you begin to question who you are. You've lost so many of the things that defined you, and you don't know what to believe. It's messy, it's confusing, and it's likely going to be one of the toughest moments of your life. Next is phase three, surrender and confrontation with the self. This is the part where you start coming to terms with the fact that you have no control over your external circumstances. You start to realize that things happen in the world around you, and you're just along for the ride. You've been stripped away of everything you once knew, and you're forced to confront yourself and your inner demons. You're forced to face all the habits that caused you suffering in the past, those mental, emotional, and physical habits that didn't serve you. You can do this voluntarily and welcome it, or you can try and resist it, which is a much more painful and drawn-out process. Your ego will fight you during this stage because it's trying to protect you further from any more pain. It doesn't want you to give up control, and it certainly doesn't want you to face the parts of yourself that you've buried and denied. Your shadow self. During this time, there might be internal conflict or war within. This is where people can reach a stage of numbness and dissociation. You're at the bottom of the barrel. Some people might start to question the point of existence, the point of life itself. The surrender phase is so challenging because it requires letting go of familiar ways of coping and adapting to life. It often involves confronting fears related to loss of control, facing the unknown, and feeling completely exposed and vulnerable. And because you have no other option, you start to let go and release that tight grip on reality. This is often the longest phase of the dark night. We are halfway through now, and I want to pause here for a brief moment and ask you to take the next 30 seconds to help me out. While we're awaiting a sponsor, I'm taking the opportunity to promote our podcast even more. This podcast grows most rapidly through the number of reviews on Apple Podcasts and the number of star ratings on Spotify. I'd like to ask you, yes, you, to take a moment and rate, review, and of course, subscribe. You can leave a rating and review on Apple by scrolling down to the bottom of the show page. On Spotify, you can leave a star rating at the top of the show page under the show description. I'm giving you 10 more seconds to help me out, and then we'll be back to regularly scheduled programming. Thank you so much. It helps me more than you know. And we're back. Next is phase four. Welcome to what I call the insight and transformation phase. This is where you really dedicate yourself to some serious soul searching because all those external distractions have lost their grip on you. It's a period all about you, your growth, your understanding, and your personal evolution. As you dig deep, something starts to click. You begin to realize that the things you lost, whether it was a job, a relationship, material possessions, they weren't aligned with your genuine self or your ultimate potential. With this newfound insight, you start picking up healthy habits that support your journey of personal growth. At this point, these habits are helping to heal those deep wounds that were exposed in the earlier phases. This is where you grapple with questions like, who am I really? What's my purpose? What truly ignites my passion? It's like you're rolling up your sleeves, staring at yourself in the mirror and saying, okay, let's figure this out. You're standing at a crossroads and you're making a choice, a conscious decision. You're declaring that you won't settle for a life that's unfulfilling You're growing, evolving, and striving to become the best version of yourself. We've reached the fifth stage and the final stage, reintegration. You've got this toolbox of new habits and insights, and now it's time to put them into action and reshape your life with purpose. This isn't about patching things up. It's about deliberately crafting a lifestyle that genuinely reflects who you are. This means going after careers, relationships, and dreams that genuinely resonate with your core self. As you step back into the world, it's not just about re-entry. You're stepping forward, ready to take on fresh challenges and opportunities with a newfound vitality and intentionality. Remember the moment when the initial crisis hit? Well, that version of you is a thing of the past. You've grown, learned, and come out stronger. The amazing part is that you've come to terms with this transformation. You're shedding the old skin and embracing the new with the sense of acceptance. You've opened the door to a life that just fits you right. A life where you're steering the ship. Your true self is in the driver's seat and you're finding happiness and contentment on your own terms. The most empowering part? You're the one that's made this change happen. You've taken charge, navigated the journey, and now you're living a life that's authentically and uniquely yours. I will tell you, the dark night of the soul isn't a single, isolated occurrence. It's a transformative process that can revisit us at different stages of life. Just as growth and evolution are ongoing, so are periods of deep introspection and change. These episodes might vary in intensity, duration, or focus yet they all share the common thread of encouraging personal growth. Life's transitions, be it major life changes, career shifts, or even shifts in values, can trigger new phases of self-discovery and challenge. Embracing the idea that we can experience multiple dark nights emphasizes the continuous nature of our personal journey, offering us fresh perspectives to embrace change, learn, and further align with our authentic selves. These transformative periods are not something to fear, but rather opportunities for profound growth. While these phases can be uncomfortable and challenging, they signify a period of shedding old layers and embracing new perspectives. By understanding that these dark nights are not permanent but cyclical, we can approach them with a sense of curiosity and openness. They provide a chance to reassess our lives, let go of what no longer serves us, and realign ourselves with our true purpose. As we navigate through these experiences, we gradually build resilience, self-awareness, and deeper connection with our inner selves. So rather than fearing the dark night, we can embrace it as a catalyst for positive transformation and self-discovery. It's also important to remember that once you've experienced the dark night once, you know you can get through it again, because you've already done it. Now I want to tell you about my dark night of the soul. Right now, I believe, actually I hope, that I've entered the fifth and final stage, the reintegration stage. It all began in January. I had just gone through a breakup with my long-term partner, someone I genuinely thought I'd spend the rest of my life with. That moment felt like my whole world collapsed in on me, and I made a life-changing decision. I decided to pack up and leave the United States after nearly 12 years abroad and move away from the life I'd been building in Denver over the past six years. I made some radical choices. I quit my corporate job, said goodbye to my friends, and basically started over in my hometown of Sydney. And what I didn't know at that time was that that was just the beginning of this emotional roller coaster. After a few weeks at home, my family decided to spend the summer in Europe, and I went with them. I was hoping for a relaxing time, but I ended up falling seriously ill due to mold poisoning. So much for a luxurious getaway. It turned into an unexpected health journey instead. When I returned home, I moved in with my parents, which was the monumental shift after years of independence. And as you can imagine, it wasn't the smoothest transition. I left home at 18, so suddenly moving back into my childhood house was like stepping into an alternate reality. I was no longer the same person they bid farewell to years ago, and they weren't exactly the same parents either. Negotiating this change was challenging, as the dynamics of our relationship had just evolved in so many unexpected ways. And if that wasn't enough, I faced some unexpected challenges with some close friends in the United States. I had assumed we'd remain just as close despite the distance, but reality had other plans. It felt like another layer of loss and a continuation of this overall mess. This marked the dissolution phase, a time where everything in my life seemingly fell apart. Relationships, health, career, independence. I felt like I was losing everything I had spent so many years building. Then came the surrender phase. And this was about two weeks where I found myself crying every day for hours and hours on end. Eventually, I reached a point of emotional exhaustion and numbness. It was clear that fighting against it wouldn't help. So I made the choice to release my grip on the things I couldn't control. In that moment of surrender, I realized I couldn't keep battling change because it was inevitable. And it was very much a turning point for me where I stopped resisting. And then phase four, the insight and transformation stage. I began weaving new practices into my daily routine. Meditation became a way to ground myself amidst this chaos. EFT tapping, a technique we've talked about previously, helped me untangle my emotions. And rapid resolution therapy helped me detach from them. I also started reading again. Books that I've always wanted to read but just never had the time for. Mostly about holistic health and spirituality. I started crafting my toolkit for healing and growth. This stage wasn't just about survival for me. It was about setting myself up for success. I was learning to align my behaviors and intentions with my authentic self. And now, here I am, thinking I've reached stage 5, reintegration. It's like I'm ready to step back into the world but this time with a different perspective. I'm prepared to design a life that aligns with me and I feel like I have this renewed energy. So do I fear going through this again? I wouldn't say I fear it. I would just say after having experienced all of that change and loss over the last eight months, I need a break right now. I want to step into this new life I've started to create and actually enjoy it. What I went through was without a doubt the toughest moment in my whole life. Nobody wants to experience pain, especially when it goes on and on for so long. But looking forward, I know I've made changes to set me up for so much fulfillment, and in my mind, that can't be a bad thing. Remember the law of rhythm. The law of rhythm states everything in the universe has a natural cycle, a flow. Just as the seasons change and the moon waxes and wanes, our lives are subject to that change too through patterns and cycles. When you're having a tough moment in life, remember that everything pauses. The dust settles, the storm clears. And that's what keeps me going. Even though I'd like to steer clear of any crises for right now, I know this chapter in my life will pause. I read something recently that I wanted to share with you about this from a book called Pillow Thoughts 2. It goes, You can't skip chapters. That's not how life works. You have to read every line and meet every character. You won't enjoy all of it. Hell, some chapters will make you cry for weeks. You will read things that you don't want to read. You will have moments where you don't want the pages to end. But you have to keep going. Stories keep the world revolving. Like yours. Don't miss it. Okay, friends. If you want to join our community of amazing wellness witches... Please hop over to Instagram and give us a follow at Heal yourself with L-O-A. That's L-O-A as in the Law of Attraction. All other social links and contact details, those are all in the show notes if you need them. That's all for today, witches. Peace, love, and mung beans. Bye.